Welcome to the Latika Vines Show, a work and life balance podcast for working moms who want to lead and grow in their careers. In this podcast, you will gain tips and inspiration to help you navigate and thrive as you balance and manage your life, marriage, career, and your faith. I am your host, Latika Vines, a working mom of four, a wife, and just like you, a career-driven working mom. It is my goal that myself and all empowering guests that join us will share and explore our life lessons and give you the immediate steps you can take to navigate and thrive in your career and life so you can build opportunities for your self-success. Subscribe to this podcast so you're notified of each episode that airs. Welcome to Latika Vine Show. Hey, working mom. I hope you are doing well. Welcome to a new episode of the Latika Vines Show. So glad that you are here. And I want to say, if this is your first time listening, welcome and thank you for choosing this podcast to listen to. This season, we have been focusing on the topic, the whole working mom. There's so much more than work-life balance being a working mom. You have so many things on your plate and just balancing, managing it, juggling it is just one aspect. There's so many things that we have on our plate. In this season, we've talked about so many different things that we have to deal with. Today, I want to give you some encouragement and give you a nudge, give you some motivation to actually take time for yourself. And I know that is easier said than done. However, it is essential for you to take time for yourself. So today we're going to go through four ways that you can take this time. You can create this time for you. And as we go through these four different ways, maybe not all four of them are for you. Maybe one of them is for you. Take heed to which one can work for you and your family And start it immediately, start it immediately. Because what I know is when we as working moms do not take care of ourselves, when we don't fill our cups back up after we've poured and poured and poured and poured, we are no good. Look at it this way. A tea kettle or a water kettle that is used for tea, you have to... Fill the kettle up, and then if it's electric, turn it on. If it's for the stovetop, put it on the stovetop, turn the stove on, and that burner will get the kettle hot. On the stovetop, you'll hear a whistle to let you know that the water is hot. In an electric kettle, you'll either hear a click that it's turned off or a whistle to alert you that the water is hot. What do you do with that water? You pour it into a teacup in a coffee mug. You pour it in there. And 
as you are pouring in there, you've already inserted that tea cup. I mean, that tea, you know, if it's a Keurig cup, you've already inserted that. Um, you've already inserted the bag, whatever it is that you're drinking, you've already inserted into the cup and you pour the hot water in it. And you may put some lemon in there, some honey, whatever else you enjoy. But you see what I'm saying? You've, you've filled that cup up where it's nice and tasty. And, and when you drink it, when you let it sit for a second and you start drinking it and you first initially will start sipping it because it's hot and then eventually it gets warm enough for you to enjoy That's how we are. We fill ourselves up and then we pour out to others. And we're constantly pouring. And sometimes we have nothing left in the kettle to pour back into us. And so we can't pour into anybody else. And we're dry. And you know what happens in that dryness? We're bitter, we're resentful, we hate life, we are constantly on the struggle bus, we don't look the way we should, and what I mean by that is we look older because we haven't been taking care of ourselves, so we're not aging gracefully. We're not taking care of our outer appearance and we're definitely not taking care of the appearance that no one sees when we take our clothes off. It's essential for you and for your whole entire family, quite frankly, to ensure that you pour back into yourself, that you fill yourself up, that you have a kettle you have a kettle, whatever that kettle is, you have it and you're, you're filling it up on a consistent basis, not a once a year thing. You fill it up on a consistent basis. So let's dive into the four ways, the four things that you can do to have and really begin to create time for yourself. The first one is one, identify why you need time for yourself. And I kind of just summarized why, but really identify why it's important for you. What's going on right now? What is really going on with you that you know it's time to take a chill pill? You know, it's, it's a timeout season. What is going on? Is it the job? Maybe there are certain tasks or projects that you're working on that are seeming overwhelming right now, and you're bringing that overwhelm into the home. Maybe um, things just between you and your husband are just, you guys are in a rough patch right now. And you don't really have anyone to talk to. And so you're harboring a lot of feelings. You're not able to let them out. And you don't want to get into an argument with your husband because then that'll make matters work. So you're keeping all your feelings inside, but all that's doing is making you even more upset. 
Maybe you have preteens or teenagers and you're going through that hormonal, emotional roller coaster and they're acting out and you got to restrain from putting your hands on them. What is going on? What is going on? You know, I was recently talking to someone that said that, you know, their child is just doing the most right now, which most of us as, you know, those that have preteens and teenagers, our children, not all, but some of them are doing the most. And when she's explaining to me what was going on, I asked her, as much as you are doing for your baby, what are you doing for yourself? Because you're all your time, all your energy is consumed with what's going on with the child. And there's only so many things that you can do. And what I explained to her is that a lot of things that we go through in life, it is spiritual warfare. And so trying to fight things physically, is there's, it's impossible. You will not win. You won't. Because we have to understand that Satan's only job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's coming after our children. And with that, we have to be guarded up. We have to be suited with the armor of God. And the only way to fight Satan is with God's word. You can't fight spiritual battles physically. You have to go to God's word. And that's what I was telling her. I said, you have to go to God's word. You have to pray over your baby. You have to decree and declare over your baby. You got to anoint your baby. I told her, anoint her baby every single day. Anoint her baby every single day. Maybe that's for you too. And that's what I told her. I said, it's your decree and declaring over your baby. You decree and declare over yourself that you need the patience, that you need the comfort, that you need the strength, that you need the courage, that you need the peace, that you need the hope. You need the assurance. You claim that over yourself. You anoint yourself at the same time as you're doing that to your baby. Yes. Is it a balancing act? Absolutely. Absolutely. It definitely is. However, in order for you to be able to pour, and this is exactly what I told her, in order for you to be able to pour into your baby, you have to fill yourself up. This is not being selfish. This is for you to be able to be renewed, to be revived, to be able to respond rather than react. Sometimes we react to situations because we have not been revived and we have not been renewed. We haven't. And so it's important for you and I to ensure that we identify why we need 
time for ourselves. And quite simply, revival, renewal, and response. That's why you need it. That is exactly why you need time to yourself. The second thing, change your work schedule. Yes, I said it. Mm -hmm. I did. Change your work schedule. Change your work schedule. Now, let me tell you what I did. So, years ago, I think I was pregnant with my daughter who is now eight. My coworker said, and she was actually my boss at the time. She was my boss. And she said, take advantage of an alternate work schedule that will allow you at least one day every two weeks to have time for yourself. And this will allow you to, you know, handle your hair appointments, your nail appointments, doctor's appointments, but an opportunity for you to sit read the book or listen to the book, have lunch, you know, with a friend or run those errands that you typically would do on Saturday with the kids, but it becomes long because we all know how kids are. And when she told me that, again, I was pregnant with my now eight-year-old and I said, okay. And so I started the alternate work schedule. And so I worked a schedule that's called the 549. And so what it was, what that was, was for the first week, so we're looking at a two-week pay period. For the first week, I would work nine hours those five days, nine hours. So that would be 45 hours that I was working each, that first week. So the second week, I would work the first three days, Monday through Wednesday for nine hours. And then Thursday, I will work eight hours. And then that Friday, I would have the day off. And so that schedule allowed me to do the things that I needed to do, catch up, whatever I was able to do on that Friday. And so that I always looked at it as timesheet Friday. So the Friday that you need to turn your timesheet in, I was off. So I would make sure my timesheet was done before I left on Thursday. So I would not have to worry about it Friday over the weekend, nothing. But what that did for me, it allowed me the freedom to do the things that I needed to get done, hair appointments, nail appointments, um, other, you know, appointments that I needed. But one thing, honestly, that allowed me to do, which I love, is go into coffee shops, sit down, pull my computer out and work on the podcast or work on books You know, being able to take that time and read books and write books has been essential for me. It's also allowed me to sit back and reflect. Again, we're talking about that renewal, that revival, and that response. 
I was able to reflect and, and really be able to be by myself. Because sometimes we just need a few minutes by ourselves just to recharge. Because sometimes we, we do get tired. A lot of times we get tired. Got a lot on our plate. But being able to sit still and recharge, I was able to go on walks drop the kids off. My husband was at work. I was able to go to the local lake and walk around the lake. Do you know how peaceful that was for me? And I would do it in the morning so I wouldn't have to worry about rushing back and, you know, trying to get myself together before I have to get the kids. I would do it in the morning, drop them off, go to the lake, walk around. And then I had, I still had a couple hours to do the things that I needed to do. So keep that in mind. There's so many alternate work schedules available. I just gave you one example of what I personally do, but there's also the uh, 410s. So you're working uh, for four days of the week, 10 hours each day, and that will give you one day a week off. And you still are considered a full-time employee. Even with the 549 schedule, you're still considered a full-time employee because you're getting the 80 hours every two weeks. So keep that in mind. And then the other thing is take off. If, you, if you're not able to do this alternate work schedule, even if your job does not offer it, you can be the first to say, this is what I need. If your organization has the core value of innovation, flexibility, work-life balance, creativity, caring about their people. If they have those type of core values, then you can come to them with a proposal of the core value of this organization is that it cares for its employees, that the employees are family, they're considered family. And in order for me to be the best family member possible, I need to incorporate a an alternate work schedule so that I'm able to rejuvenate, I'm able to be the, the most creative and innovative employee that this organization needs to grow in order to thrive. And that alternate work schedule looks like this. I'm still getting my 80 hours a, you know, every two weeks, every pay period. However, I'm working a little bit longer on this day so that I can have this day off. And you work with your, your leaders, your, your managers, your supervisors to figure out what days work for you. I know people who did the 549 schedules and they took Wednesdays off, every other Wednesday off. But you work with your supervisor to see what day works for you, what schedule works for you that will allow you to still have the full-time position, still receive the full-time pay, but be able to have the work-life balance, the flexibility so that you can be the most creative, innovative thought leader that your employer needs. Because at the bottom line, it is a win-win. It is a win-win. The third is start off with 24 hours away. Yes. Take 24 hours, exactly 24 hours to get away. So if that means 
going away on a Friday night, going into a hotel, even if it's local, local meaning five miles, local meaning 50 miles, even if it's local, go away for those 24 hours. And even if it's just for you to sleep and you know, with hotels, you can pay a little extra to check out later. And you sleep, sleep in, and let's say you check out at 12s, check out at two. Do you know with just the extra sleep, how good you will feel? The time for you to be by yourself? Let me tell you, it is the best feeling in the world. But I also will tell you that that was hard for my husband at first. It was really hard for him because he felt that I was trying to get away from him. So when you are starting to implement uh, these opportunities, these times for you to take for yourself, please have a conversation with your husband and just reassure him that you need time to revive and renew so that you can respond and not react. Let them know what's going on. Yes, that is so hard for us to do. Yes, it is. I know for me, it, it, it definitely was. I'm getting much better at it now. But I will say that have that talk with him and say, hey, I need this time. Give me 24 hours. I'm going to go to a hotel. This is the hotel that I'm going to. I just need some time by myself. I just need some time by myself. Nothing against you, but I need to fill myself up because right now I feel like I am at capacity. I'm above capacity and I'm overwhelmed right now. And I just need this 24 hours. And if it conflicts with his schedule, see if someone can watch the kids. But it's important for you. Just start out with 24 hours. And then as you get into that, honey, go down to three days. Go for a week by yourself. <laughs> but what that does is starting off with the 24 hours, it gets your family acclimated. And it also tells them that mommy needs time for herself. Just like when your kids go to their friend's home or, you know, they go on field trips or, you know, they're doing other things. They need time. Just like when your husband goes out and he may go on that fishing trip, he may go on the hunting trip, you know, he may go wherever he's getting time for himself. Mommy deserves it too. So just start off with 24 hours, start off with 24 hours. The fourth is daily take time for yourself. Yes, daily. Now, I've used this term before. It is the 30, 30, 30, 30 rule. And what that means is for 30 minutes, and this is daily, for 30 minutes, you're going to spend time with your family. For the next 30 minutes, you're going to spend time with your kids. And so there's a difference. Family is everybody, husband and kids. Second 30 minutes, 
just kids. Third 30 minutes, husband. And the last 30 minutes, yourself. And that can be whatever order you want. But the 30, 30, 30, 30 rule gives you time every single day with everybody. Everybody. You don't have to tell them I'm spending 30 minutes with them. But what you're doing is you're setting yourself the tone. Okay, 30 minutes I'm going to spend with everybody. So that could be dinner. That could be a family game night whatsoever. 30 minutes with the kids. That could be reading. That could be talking about your day. 30 minutes with your husband. That could be anything, y'all. Anything. That can be a shower together. That 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And then time for yourself. One of my girlfriends, and she's really, really good at doing this, and I absolutely love her for her role model of making sure that every day she spends time with her husband. So at the same time, every night she spends time with her husband. Don't call her. Don't text her. Don't even pop up because at that time she is spending time with her husband. And after she spends time with her husband, she gets that hour to herself. Hour to herself. And once she does that, she is renewed. She is revived to be able to respond. There's so much that we can do when we prioritize and we strategically, this is all strategic. We all got to be strategic here. Strategically make sure that we spend time so that we can gain time. Does that make sense? We got to spend time in order for us to gain time. Yes, we do. So we're going to go over it one more time. So the first way for you to have and to, and to create this time for yourself is to identify the need. The second is to change your work schedule. The third, start off with 24 hours away. And the fourth, is to daily take time for yourself. Now, I know I threw a lot out there for you, but it's important for you, for all working moms, to make sure that you have time for yourself. Remember that analogy that I gave at the onset about the, the kettle? When you fill that kettle with water and you turn it on so it can get hot so that you can pour the hot water into the key to the teacup or coffee cup or mug whatsoever. When you fill it that cup up and you put the honey and the lemon and anything else that you want in it, the ginger, all the stuff to make it good, to make it savory. And you're able to sip on it and it makes you feel good. That's you filling yourself up. Because when you're able to fill yourself up, you are able to pour into others. It's, it's amazing to me. I don't drink coffee, but it's amazing to me that when my husband drinks coffee, he like 
feels energized and like it's talking 50 miles per second. I lied to you not. <laughs> but by him doing that, it has given him the energy. Yeah. Does he have a, a period of time and in, in the in four hours after drinking that first cup of coffee that he crashes? Absolutely. But in those first couple hours of having the coffee, he's energized and he's ready to work and he's ready to go and things just are are good. And so I just encourage you, just as that an example, to fill yourself up. Because again, it's about the revival. It's about the renewal so that you can respond. Remember that. Renewal plus revival equals response. Revival plus renewal equals response. The end of the day, it is about response. It's about how you're responding to life. And you cannot respond to life negatively. You cannot respond to life with bitterness. You cannot respond to life resentful. You cannot respond to life filled up with anger because you're going to be no good to you or anybody else. So in order for you to be the best woman, the empowered woman you are, it's important for you to take time for yourself. Now, these are strategies that I also teach in my coaching program. So to learn more on how you can do these along with going up in your career, whatever that means for you, maybe that's a promotion, maybe that's a just a new position for you to get experience, whatever that means for you, I teach this in my coaching program called Enhance the Vision where you know what the career vision is, but you just don't know how to actually go after it. You don't know how to move forward. You already have a lot on your plate, but you just don't know how to do it. I teach working moms and I have been for the last couple of years, about five years, exclusively in helping them to be able to manage their time, to be able to focus on their careers while also focusing on their family at the same time. Yes, it's a juggling act, but God has given us what we need to, to do it. He's equipped you. He's equipped you with the talent. He's equipped you with the gifts. He's equipped you with the knowledge. And he's also equipped you with the support system. So together, we work on how do you tap into all that God has given you so that you can do what God has told you to do. So to learn more, definitely click on the link so in the show notes so that you can schedule a virtual coffee chat with me so you can learn more about the coaching program and see if it is a good fit for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Latika Vine Show, and I look forward to seeing you in the next. Take care. Hey, Working Mom, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope, I pray that this episode was such a blessing to you. Please bless us by rating this episode and sharing how it's helped you to manage, to balance your marriage, your life, your career, and your faith. 
Thank you so much for joining us on The Latika Vine Show. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. God bless you.